Welcome to Dice Camera Action in audio form. I'm Greg Tito, host of Dragon Talk. Chris Perkins is the dungeon master for the amazing group of adventurers known as the Waffle Crew. They've been broadcasting on twitch.tv slash dnd at 4 p.m. Pacific time every Tuesday for a while, but we wanted to give fans who prefer to listen in audio form a way to follow their adventures. For the current Tomb of Annihilation storyline as the Waffle Crew adventures in the jungles of Chult, we'll be releasing weekly episodes pulled from the live stream here on the Dungeon Delve RSS feed. For more information on Tomb of Annihilation, head to dnd.wizards.com slash toa, or if you have any questions about the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com slash dca. We'll pick up right when Chris Perkins says hello to the crew, and welcome to the jungle, my friends. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Dice Camera Action. Yay! Yay! Where everything is fine. Everything is just fine. That's right. Holly will be joining us momentarily. She's um, uh, had two events crash up against each other very tightly, so expect her shortly. Um, In the meantime, let me regale you with a story about the past that leads (laughs) into the future. Oh, boy. So, Mm -hmm. after securing the Ring of Winter... The Waffle crew was forced to abandon the airship they were on when Clouth the Red Dragon attacked them, and they escaped by teleporting to Port Nyanzaru with their guide and, and the ring bearer, Artis Simber. And shortly after arriving in Port Nyanzaru, the, the Waffle crew was beset by agents of the, of the Zentarim, and fearing for their safety, and also somewhat doubtful that they could reach the city of Omu, and stop the death curse in their present condition. Artis decided to cut himself loose from the Waffle Crew. Um, But feeling kind of bad about it, he contacted his friend Dragonbait and said, you know, take them as far as you can into the jungle, and when they die from the death curse, just bury them somewhere nice. (laughs) (laughs) I feel less bad about letting him die. (laughs) And after the Waffle Crew and Dragonbait left, Artis... um, poked around in the city for a while, until another airship arrived. This one from the distant land of Halrua, a realm of powerful wizards. And they, too, were looking for a guide to lead them to the city of Omu, and Artis decided to help them, and boarded their ship, and they set off. And the thing that prompted him to join join them was the Halruans brought with them a device a black egg-shaped force bomb, which they said they could drop on the city, annihilating it and the soulmonger in one fell swoop. And so this ship set off, and in the course of its journey, the wizards on board noticed that Artis had this powerful elven artifact, the Ring of Winter, and they decided they were going to take it. Artis resisted and succumbed to the evil of the ring, causing the ship to crash, and stranding himself in the jungle until, as fortune would have it, the Waffle Crew and Dragonbait happened upon the wrecked ship, the Star Goddess, and killed Artis and took the ring in their possession and found the Halruan force bomb in the hold. That's simplifying things a little, okay? <laughs> yeah. Even... Evelyn called to try to just make him unconscious. He was just, he was very, you know, things were complicated, okay? That's right, yes. And uh, he uttered his dying words and then expired. Paulton had the ring at last. And 
the, the force bomb was secured away until Strix could analyze it further to gauge its destructive impact. And she was successful at one point, realizing that it carried within it the rough damage potential of about 10,000 magic missile spells. Anyway, this item was eventually packed away in, uh, with Evelyn, uh, until the party became separated in the dream coils of Dendar the Night Serpent, during which they experienced some of their worst nightmares ever. It was toward the end of Evelyn's nightmare as she was dealing with the Wombas, converting one of them, um, that, the device, that the device unknown to her was activated. When the Waffle Crew was reunited at the end of last week's episode, they had a big group hug, and Miranda, their newest member, uh, brought into the fold. All gathered around as Evelyn hugged them all warmly, and that's when everybody but Evelyn heard... <laughs> Which is probably something completely unrelated. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Sometimes my body just does that. <laughs> <laughs> I had to run from one side of the building into another game, and I don't know where I am! <laughs> <laughs> you made it. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Holly. Thanks for joining us. I'm sorry I'm late. No worries. Yep. Um, also, I had it suggested to me uh, that Evelyn's arms probably, like, I don't think they're extendo, like, go-go gadget arms, but I think they have, like, like I think that her joints can go, like, like just a little bit bigger, so she maybe has, like, an even bigger arm span okay. for hugs. Right. She's got the telescoping uh, hug arms. That's great. Just, like, a little bit of an unlatching of the elbow, you right. know, just like, yeah. yeah, so she's just she's got everyone all wrapped up. She's squeezing real hard. Both <laughs> cute and incredibly disconcerting. Yes. Yeah. So as usual, as, as soon as Strix hears the ticking, she just shuts down so that I can go to the bathroom really quick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would like everybody else to roll initiative. Oh, what? We're still in initiative? No, you're out of initiative, which is why I'm having you roll again, see. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Ten. So, uh, ten for Evelyn. Fifteen. Fifteen for yeah. Uh, we, we've got a uh, powerful uh, seven. Okay. Seven for Paulton. Miranda. Nineteen. Nineteen. Ooh. Am I going to explode? <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is the order in which you explode. Uh, no. Okay, well, you, know. you die first. <laughs> Aww. I'll see you guys later. It was it's a good been run. nice having Thanks, you. Thanks, Rachel. Thanks Bye. Bye. Yeah. Bye. So, just to remind you, stalling for time here a little bit, uh, you guys are still in the fane of the Night Serpent, but you're in a different chamber. You're in a, you're in a sacrificial chamber that has an altar upon which is splayed the blood-leaded corpse of a tiefling warlock that Miranda seems to know, or knew. Um, and uh, there was a secret door entrance through which Miranda and Paulton entered after surviving their encounter with the Hydra. Um, and uh, everybody else just sort of magically appeared in the room. The, and the corpse, uh, the blasted, incinerated corpse of Rosnisi lies all around you, and Miranda took his flaming sword, so she has that. Um, Miranda, when you hear the tick-tick-ticking, what do you do? Because it's a strange noise to you. And you think it might be this little machine woman who's wrapped her arms around you. That's a distinct possibility. But she's also shorter than you are. And when you look over her, you can see that there is a device in her backpack. You can just sort of see the top of it. It's kind of a black egg-shaped device. And you're pretty sure the sound's actually coming from that. 
Okay, Strix wakes back up and and tries to. She's gonna Arcana check the bomb to turn it off. Hang on, oh, make yeah. an initiative roll. Oh, I need to roll yeah. initiative. That's <laughs> <laughs> an eight. Okay, great. Back to Miranda. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you see, see Strix's eyes just get slowly wider and wider and wider. Evelyn, is something loose in your backpack? Is that like, is that another pet? It looks like there's a, it's, it's like an egg. You guys have so many pets, I don't know which one this is. Is it like mechanical? Oh, the, the egg, that's a bomb. I'm going to use it to destroy the soul monger. Ah, Evie, your bomb's ticking! <laughs> what? Your bomb's ticking! She, she <laughs> takes it. Hang on. She listens to it? Mm-hmm. That's a free action. She, oh, she, I assume <laughs> she can hear it if she's listening for yeah, it. Yeah, she can turn, you can just turn your head and hear it pretty clearly, what you do. And she's like, no, not yet, not yet, not yet! And she starts to try poking at it, and then she holds it out to DF. Hang on, Miranda, do you have any yeah. other actions you want to take? I, can I... Look over it and see if there, if I can tell if there's any way to turn it off. Uh, you honestly can't while it's in the backpack, no. Yeah, okay. Uh, you can take it out of the backpack. I will let you. Yeah, I want to take it out of the backpack and set okay. it on the ground, but I don't want to touch it after that. All right, you bring it out of the backpack and you set it on the ground, and it weighs about... 15, 20 pounds. It's got an iron, a black iron shell or black metal shell of some kind. You can see light pouring out of a small circular window in one side of the egg. And on the back, you can see a recessed, what looks like a clock face dial, and there is a hand behind glass that is ticking down. Okay, now can I find a way to turn it off or like pause it? Um, make a wisdom perception check. Okay. Well, I'm perceptive as shit, as you know, so... Yep. Mm. Uh, 19. You can see that beneath the clock there is a small um, button, for lack of a better word, that has been sort of pushed in and is now lodged in. Um, there's nothing really to grab onto to pull it back out. Oh, balls. And that's your, that's your turn. Diaz, oh. you're next. Uh, okay. Diaz, uh, use your brain! So, with Miranda uh, currently like trying to figure out the bomb, uh, Diaz kind of like starts to get himself up to go to the bomb, uh, like go check it out. As he does it, he like immediately like holds his side, just like, ow! And then like kind of gets over there. Still very injured from Raznisi. That's right. Uh, so then, yeah, he'll, he'll basically look at the same thing. Like, he'll probably see the same button. Mm-hmm. And there's no one way to really to really unpress a button, I can't imagine. Uh, but no. rather, I'm going to look at the the, the clock device, because like, yeah. you said the, the actual clock on there. Yeah. Whatever mechanisms there is between myself and Strix, I figured somehow maybe we could probably at least get some kind of idea of perhaps how much time is actually left on this thing. Okay. Um, so make a wisdom insight check. Insight? Yeah. To see if you can gauge that. Oh, not really. Do my best. Uh, nine. You think... Your guess is there's less than a minute. What? What? You say that out loud, right? (sighs) 
Uh, how many other exits are there to this place? Good question. So there is the secret door that um, Paulton and Miranda opened when they came in. It's at sort of at one end of this rectangular room. Uh, that Then there's the door that you came out of that had the snake women in it. Uh, that, that door is still there? That door is still there. Um, and it's, it's open much as you left it, and there's just darkness beyond. But as you recall, you didn't see any other exits out of that room. Okay. Then you also notice, scouting around, that the, the rivulets of blood that were pouring out of the tiefling on the altar and onto the floor were being channeled out through small little arched holes on, at floor level, um, basically little tiny little tunnels that the bloods were going out. In theory, you think you might be able to jam the egg down one of those, but you have no idea where it would go. Or maybe you do. You did see blood pouring out of the uh, main temple of the Thane and into that basin. Yeah, that's only the connection that I really have. Yeah. And more importantly, were it it go somewhere that it could potentially reach the Soulmonger and destroy that? Which I don't know. Great. Paulton, freeze it! Okay. (laughs) Next up is... Evelyn. Do I have any sense of knowing where the Soulmonger is? Um, let me think. What have you been told? No. You just know it's somewhere in or under Omu. You think it's, you think it's underground. Um, so it might not be hugely far away from where you are, for all you know. And I understand that this bomb will obliterate the whole city, like... Strix, Strix, and- Strix gave you the impression that it was a really big bomb. Like, the devastation would be huge. So innocents would die, I know for sure. Uh, well, most of the city you know is a dead city, um, apart from the creatures that live in it. My babies. <laughs> and, and Miranda's secret army. <laughs> uh, I mean... By the way, I have a stopwatch going, so... I mean, let's just leave it here and let it blow things up and rush. How will we get out of here in time? We don't even know where we are. Uh, there's, there's a big, there's a thing back that way. You don't want to trust me. You do not want to go that way. Yeah, Mm-mm. Miranda can very quickly fill you in that if you follow the secret door that they took, there's a portcullis. And then there's a big frozen section of an underground cavern that Paulton sort of unleashed his icy rage upon. And then there's a huge hydra. Bad. It's bad news, you guys. It's, it's, the, it's bad. What if... That's it for Jared. <coughs> we were in a hut. And sorry, we're at Evelyn, sorry. Then we'll be buried I, alive in our grave. I just wanted to yell one thing, because I, okay. I didn't actually do anything. Yep. Uh, I just want to say, Dan, you have to ask Sameshka. No. <laughs> All right, uh, that's Evelyn's turn, or do you want to? That's you still technically still haven't taken an action, Evelyn. Oh, I thought you were cutting me off. I, All right, I'm, well, about to, I'm about to, but you still got some time. I 
uh, Evelyn wants to take it at the soulmonger, but she doesn't know where the soulmonger is, and she doesn't want her friends to blow up, so she's just going to try to stop it. To, she's going to see if she can figure out how to defuse the bomb. Um, okay. Make a wisdom insight check. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> no clue. <laughs> just like Dia. Strix. <clears throat> I could I could try yeah, to disarm it. It's not. No, it's like completely. Gonna grab the bomb and dimension door outside of the temple. On her broom. What? No, you can't even see where you're going. Stop. It doesn't matter. She knows where it is. It's five hundred feet. Well, she. Okay, so she wants to basically go five hundred feet straight up. Straight up. Okay. And and she's just gonna grab the bomb and just say, "I'm sorry." Dimension door. Yeah, you can do up to 500 feet away. Um, it can be a place you see, one that you can visualize, one that you can describe by stating distance and direction. So you're just going 500 feet straight up. That's no problem. On her broom. On her broom. Uh, and you can bring along objects. Blah. Okay. So, Strix, you... We all scream, no! You grab the bomb. That's a, that's a free item interaction for you. You, you pick it up and... Let's see, you've got the... So activating your broom is an action, right? Mm-hmm. And dimension door is an action. So you can do one or the other. Well, it, well do I think that it'll get it far enough away from everyone to keep them safe? Honestly, you're not sure. Don't be a hero. I mean, they'll have lots of ground between them and you. They're, they're, they must be pretty far underground or decent, dis- decent distance underground. A decent distance underground, yeah. Would it be possible for me to do that and then... Because um, I can, I, can I misty step after that? Uh, so I think I can. With a misty step... Um, I believe uh, that with a bonus action spell, you're limited yeah, on what other spell. Yeah, one bonus action. Misty step is one bonus action. Right, and you can do that and cast another spell of a certain level, right? Uh, is it limited yeah. to a cantrip? Isn't that right? I don't. It doesn't say. It just says it's instantaneous one bonus action. Oh, I always forget this. I'm looking at my cards. Bonus actions. Oh, it says chat saying it's limited to cantrips. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You can't do dimension door. Could I? Could I dimension door and throw it through? Um. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Then I won't send myself. (laughs) All right. (laughs) You cast dimension door and you hurl it through. It goes out to the dimension door. You presume 500 feet over your head. Paulton. Uh, okay, so now it's now it's now it's above us. Yes. And Sorry. Falling. Yeah. So it hasn't exploded. Uh. So do I? Do we have a guesstimate of how much time is left on that thing? 
Well, based on Diath's roll of nine, <laughs> you think under a minute. And I could was, be completely wrong. It could be yeah. a thousand minutes. Who knows? And that was, you know, that was about 30 seconds ago. Uh, uh, um. Hot, please! What? We'll be, bu- we'll be buried! If it falls down here and explodes... I can get everyone out as a crowd. Just take a slow amount of time. It's better than being dead immediately. At least we'd have a chance. Uh, do I have time for a hut? You, it's an action, so you. Where are the dragon bait and the others? Oh shit! They're gone. They're outside somewhere. Oh no! Celery. In range, probably in range of the. the okay. Uh, uh, you have call your wait. Call your friend, please. Oh wait, Leoma's tiny hat has a casting time of one minute. Oh. Don't call your friend. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> what? Why is that so bad? <laughs> You'd rather let waffles and dragon bait die than call. Why don't we want to call Shemeshka? I don't want to ever do anything for is her. Is that another pet? I don't know who that is. <laughs> so yeah, not exactly. Paulton, would you like to do anything? Okay. I'm her pet. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell Dieth to call Shemeshka with suggestion. Oh, <laughs> okay. No. Cast the suggestion spell on Dieth. <laughs> I'm just like, hey man, it's like you want to be in debt or you want to be in dead. Up to you. Okay. Do I see that? Oh, that's convincing. Yeah, but it's an action. So wisdom saving throw, Dieth. <laughs> Goddamn kidding me. Technically, you are in range of me, too, so you get advantage, or not advantage, but you get, um, whatever that is. You get five extra. What's your... As much as I would not like to grant it, I don't think I can turn off my aura protection. My, I rolled a total of 14. Say, wait, what say... That puts you... What's your save? I believe it's 15. Yes. Wait, but can I or can I not turn off my aura of protection? And is he or is he not within five feet of me? Uh, you are all you're no, that, all within with ten the feet, aura. and you can. Oh, that's with the aura. That's with that's the with aura. aura. Okay. Okay. All right. So, then. Cool. 14. It's a good idea, right? You think? Yeah, yeah. If you think that's a great idea, it's a great idea. Do I see him? Doing <laughs> yeah, you, you, you see Paulton cast a familiar spell suggestion, and then suddenly you see Diath. No. Spell. Yeah. Now, oh, if you have, if you have, real mad. yeah, if you have like counter spell, you could counter it if you want. Of course, to, I don't. But yeah, okay. I'm so, gonna yes. yell no. DF is inspelled and puts his puts one hand on that sword, thinking like, oh, okay, that's not a bad idea after all. Uh, and let's see, whose turn is it now? It's the bomb's turn. <laughs> Paulton, you're in trouble. Yes, he is. It's <laughs> Paulton not in trouble. I've been here for like four okay. episodes now. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather be alive and deal with the problem. <laughs> All right. Somewhere high above you, the bomb falls out of the sky and lands pff, somewhere in the city um, and continues to tick away. And uh, Miranda, the bomb is gone. The dimension door pff, pff, collapses. And what do you do? 
Um, what what were the exits? It was the door that Paulton and I came through. It was the door that Dioff came through, which I, I don't know what's back there. That's all the exits you see. That's it. That's all there. Okay. Or you can That's crawl it. through a blood channel and see where that goes. The hard pass. Hard pass. <laughs> um... And as you look around, you're sort of jarred for a moment. When you look toward your dead companion, Sila, she's kind of staring right at you just by virtue of you happen to be in the place where she's her dead corpse is looking. Oh, that's unsettling. Yeah. Can I... Do any of the other bodies look familiar? Is Vizira among these somehow? No, or... you, don't, you don't see... The other bodies uh, seem to be uh, wrapped up in bandages like mummies and just lying on, essentially, uh, in recessed stone slabs. Does it look like there's any kind of dried blood from where they are? No. No? No. But based okay. on, based on um, what you can see, they look like they're humanoid, human-sized. Okay. And, all right. And, and fairly f- freshly wrapped. They don't look like ancient mummies all dusty and falling apart. They look like they were recently mummified. Okay, um, I, I don't know who this woman is they're talking about. I, there are a lot of things that I'm missing. Can I just go over to Sierra and hold her hand? Yeah. I'm just going to lean down and whisper, I'm, I'm so sorry. I didn't get to you in time. I that, tried. That's when you see the magic ring on her finger. And I'm going to take it. <laughs> she would want me to have it. <laughs> Very, very good. I'm so sorry, my friend. I'll have a... Ooh! <laughs> yeah. Okay. Listen, you're shiny. It's my weakness. Yeah. She would have wanted me to have it. <laughs> All right. Uh, yes, uh, you can see that uh, Sira's ring looks like it's made of um, some sort of silvery metal or, or pewter, and it's got these ram like designs to it. And you've seen... You saw her use this once or twice. It's a, it's a ring of the ram. It creates a a spectral ram-headed blast of force that can knock through doors and punch through walls and things. Excellent. Um, Does it have charges? Do I... uh, so it has three charges, and it requires attunement. And okay. you, you regain 1d3 charges at dawn. And between one and three of the charges at once to basically produce the spectral ram head and use it to smash people, if you want, in addition to objects. Excellent. Okay. I'm going to right. slip it onto my finger and then kiss her forehead. And okay. Excellent. Very good. Okay. The rest of you, by the way, see, obviously, Miranda's got this connection to this dead tiefling on the altar. You, you might not see her take the ring exactly, or she might take the ring and then mumble something to the tiefling. Uh, but uh, there is obviously a bond there uh, that has been severed by the tiefling's demise. And the next person to go is D.F., Yes, uh, based on the okay. suggestion. So, yeah, because of this suggestion, mm-hmm. uh, how, how would I role play this out? Um, you would take. Like, is it a? Is it something like I would have to do, or just something okay. I'm not heavily considering? So, here's how it worked. You, um, so, you're basically charmed. So, you're of a disposition to do as Paulton asks, as long as it is not suicidal. If it's a suicidal command. Um, <laughs> Kind of, it's, I mean, by a stretch. Uh, I'd say, say I'd say suggesting to not die is quite mm-hmm. the opposite. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Yes. 
Um, yes, so it has to be, session is, if it's worded in a manner to make the course of action sound reasonable, then you, you must do it. Whereas if it's something like, hey, Diath, stab yourself, um, then right. the spell ends. So the spell has taken hold, which means you must do, as Paulton says, and take one of your keys off your ring and insert it into the hilt of gutter. Can't Strix, like, stop that? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so, Paulton's suggestion fresh on his mind. DF just takes a moment, like, oh yeah, that is a good idea. <laughs> takes out gutter, reverses oh the grip. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. I can't deal with this right turns now! It. <laughs> All right. Despite everything in my head saying this is awful and I should not do this. All right. Uh, as soon as you turn it, a plane of force appears before the sword. Uh, light seems to spill out of the keyhole just to basically create this rectangular doorway um, that appears before you. And I need to roll initiative for one Shemeshka the Marauder. Now that she's here, I'm scared. As soon as Strix sees her, she's just like, I hate you! What's, what's she, what's so, what's so bad about her? I feel like I missed that part. I don't know who this is! When Miranda can, she's gonna run back to Evelyn because I think she feels the most safe with Evelyn of all of these people. Alright. Yes, so the doorway appears and now you're just waiting for this Shemeshka to come through. That's Diath's turn. It is now Evelyn's turn. Can't wait to see our old friend. How long is how long does suggestion last? By the way, like a that's a very very good question. Um, so you have completed the action that was required of you, which means the spell ends. Great. So as soon as it's over, I can be like, "Oh, what the fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're now staring at this shimmering rectangular doorway in front of you. Well, I mean, now that now that she's already on the way, <laughs> it'd be rude to be like, you know what, just go back home. All right, Evelyn. Right. Uh, I understand that the bomb has been teleported outside, right? Yes. And I understand that waffles and dragon bait are outside. Right? Do you? I ask Miranda. I turn okay. to Miranda and I Great. grab her face... I hold her close and I say, Miranda, where is the owlbear and the dragon, dinosaur-looking person and the rest of our pets and party? Uh, 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 last um, we're wandering down a uh, tunnel and Dragon Bait was going to keep them safe and, and then and I, I sent Celery with them. Uh, I don't know where they went. They just went down a tunnel. You know that that they tunnel would have led them outside. They might have gone outside. They might have gone back. Take me to them. Can you take me to them? Uh, maybe. Uh, it requires ways. us going back over the water, um, and there's a hydra out there. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. We'll, de- we'll deal with it. It'll be fine. Come on. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> you, start, you start pulling Miranda along. Oh, God. I don't like it. No, it's fine. I'll go myself. I let her stay, no. and I'm like, you take care of these ones. Uh, Paulton, you have them if it gets bad, and she tries to go for... Yeah. All right. Um, but a hydra... So, Evelyn... It's if- fine! <laughs> <laughs> and now she's gone. All right, so you just boogie on your winged boots. Um, so you can move 60 feet if you just go all out on your turn. 
which is going to get you one, two, three, four. So with 60 feet, you blast through the tunnel, you slip through the icy uh, portcullis bars, you're standing on an underground beach in, t- in a water-filled cave. There's a boat there glazed in ice, ice fanning out all around it over the water, a clear Ooh, sign okay. of Halton's handiwork. Um, and you can get that far and a little bit further, uh, almost to the edge of where the ice stops and the water resumes, and you can see this dark, watery cave in front of you. And you don't... Nice work, Paulton. Looks yeah. real nice. Yeah, you don't remember... Well, you've never been down here, so you don't know how far you have to go down this water-filled cave. But as far as the Hydra, uh, you don't see it. Okay. Um, and that's Evelyn. And next is Strix. I'm just panicking. I can't do anything. <laughs> she doesn't know what to do. She can't do with Shemeshka. <laughs> Not after all this stuff Oomtow said. I don't think... It, she's like, it's, it's a single and she's just not okay, so she's just panicking. <laughs> okay. She's like, I can't deal with this right now. <laughs> like, the, the bomb's gone at least. Maybe, maybe the... the, the death Ward! <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any of those left? I think so. I I do. I think I think I think I do. I cast I only cast one. I cast a dimension door so I have I have one more left. Okay. Oh wait, no, I pop. Wait, polymorph, but then I also have sorcery spells which I can use or sorcery points which I can use to cast another third level or sorry, fourth level spell. Okay. So, so is that- I should is that what you're that, going to do? Uh, yes. Who's going to be the uh, beneficiary of your death, death ward? It's going to cast death ward on DF. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, DF, uh, you got it. Good. I didn't do anything last time! She screams. Okay. Paulton. Hey. You see, you see that there's a shimmer in the in the curtain of light before you, indicating that Shemeshka's arrival is imminent. I'm just seeing everyone's reactions. I'm just like, is she, is she that bad? <laughs> Who is this? It's like, I've, I've worked for worse for less, so I mean, you know, it's, it's, okay. So, uh, so let's see. Bomb is God knows where. Shemeshka's on the way. We know where Bomb is. It's maybe 450 feet up. And by our understanding, that isn't far enough away to get from whatever blast it's supposed to be. We're supposed to use it on the soul longer. Right. So it's a good thing that someone who is capable of (laughs) fixing this is on the way. (laughs) In the meantime... um, Look at those leadership skills coming through. (laughs) That's right. Just like, in the meantime... uh, I'm just going to cast Invisibility on myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Paulton just, Paulton just folds out of view. Uh, is Oops, gone. Uh, and then uh, you, still see, you still see Simon holding on to his invisible hand. <laughs> <laughs> As he turns invisible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but Simon, um, uh, reassured by Paulton's uh, leadership skills, just gives Dieth a big thumbs up. 
All right, and... We'll be fine! <laughs> uh, Shemeshka emerges from the plane. <laughs> I want to vomit. Uh, you can see that she is in a, she is in a resplendent gown uh, that seems to have all sorts of colors uh, uh, worked into it. And you can see that's because it, it's sort of covered in sequins and it's picking up all the, the color of your lights and, and whatnot in the room. Um, and she's got a, a bird mask on that she's just sort of holding up in front of her face, but then she takes it off when she comes through. Um, and it's, it's so made... going to such great parties. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, her life is great. She's got a great life. Um, and you're about to shorten it. <laughs> the, uh, she comes through and she says, My boys, so nice Your to see you again. <laughs> Uh, sit talking's for free action, right? Um, essentially. To a, to a okay. Uh, Since timing is an issue here, conversations will probably need to be truncated. Right. I invisibly, uh, like, tap on Dia's shoulder, like, tell her about the bomb! <laughs> what as, are your three questions? As succinctly as possible, with uh, minimal amounts of rage and panic, <laughs> uh, Dieth explains the fact that uh, they had just slain Rasnisi or on our way to get to Mr. Fox so that I complete my geese, although we had these, the, the trouble of a goddamn bomb about to go off, and we just send it away a little bit, and we're pretty sure it's about to ignite and blow all of us up. We need Please to help. go in the portal! Please help. That's not a question. Uh, will you please save us from the bomb? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, that's the question, maybe. She looks around and she says, where is it? 500 feet up, three, uh, dimension door, probably on the surface of Omu. Or maybe deactivate it. Or just, yeah, deactivate the bomb, just for a hot minute. That way we can use it when we want, which is used to destroy the soul mongers that we're free to get your, your shit from Mr. Fox, so we could do what we pro- forcefully promised that I would do. <laughs> and uh, she she sort of uh, leans into you and says, "Show some dignity, my friend. I wish I could help you, but if it's not here, I don't know what to do." I'm done. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Forever. Uh, you do see she does sort of doing a little mental calculus. And uh, she says, tell me more about this bomb. It has the force of 10,000 magic missiles. We found it on this, the, the Starfire Lady Starship. I don't remember the name. I can't remember the name right now. I checked my memory, I'll remember it. It's the star goddess. The star, we found, we found it on the star the goddess. Is the one true god. She doesn't care about bombs because she wants the multiverse to end! All right. Um, she is going to cast a spell on you, DF. Oh, for poor DF. <laughs> <laughs> a love spell, and you two will be. So happy. No, and I need you to make a charisma saving throw. Evelyn left. She says, 
I can't help all of you, but I can help you, my boy. <gasps> no, you're helping all of us. All of us are nothing. She says, I have to protect my 1%. And uh, make a charisma saving throw. Paul's like, yeah, you know what? I probably deserve that. <laughs> I'm going to kill you, Paul. Not if this kills us first. Charisma. <laughs> 14. Okay. She banishes you. Uh, you are banished to another plane of existence. And yeah. then she will step back into the plane and it will collapse. <laughs> I don't know what just happened, but I don't think that was good. She just literally just sort of uh, pointed a finger at DF and he just went gone. Like just blink, gone. All right. Okay. All right. Here we go. We can. I hate, I hate her. All right. You did this. Uh, Diaz. I didn't call her. You, Diaz. Uh, you, you. Diaz, you find yourself appearing in a party, and there are all these people around wearing um, masks. Uh, many of them, they're holding up on little sticks in front of their faces. Uh, you see humans. You see one creature um, that has maybe a tiefling. It's got horns, as far as you can tell, that protrude up above its uh, um, mask, which is sort of looks like a, I don't know, a spider, an arachnid of some kind. Um, but you seem to be in a, very, in a very large hall, opulently decorated, and you can see small little gnome servants walking around with platters with flutes of wine on them and one just sort of goes right past you. And all these people who are dressed in costume are talking to one another in small little groups, and you can hear orchestral music playing and sort of see over their heads that there is a band over in one corner of the hall performing live. The ceiling, You're welcome. The ceiling of this hall is arched and has all these glass panels in it. And through the glass panels, you can see what appears to be... Um, Smoke, and through the haze of the smoke, a city above you. High, 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 high above you. You've been here before. This is Sigil. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, then, and then moments later, uh, Shemeshka uh, appears and just puts her very gently, gently her paw on your shoulder. Uh, is just looking around and just realizing where he is and who's around him and who isn't. And just there is just going, no, 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 no. Yes, 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 my boy. No, no. the others. What about the others? We have to go back. Send me back. That would be suicide. I don't care. I do. Okay, to be fair, I thought this would work out a little different. 
<laughs> Paulton says, staring at the space where Diath and Shemeshka were moments ago. Um, it is now Miranda's turn. Paulton's still just pointing at the empty space, just like, you see, like, imagine that. But it, it was like all of us. You're invisible. They don't see it. Okay, but here's the thing, okay. Colton. I haven't known you for very long, but I'm realizing when you have an idea, we need to work on some kind of rule where you think about it for like 10 seconds before you execute that idea. <laughs> um, well, whatever. I'm going to look to Strix and go, do you have any idea what to do? Should we run? Should we cry? I don't. No. I have no idea what to do now. I think there's nowhere to run. She's just looking where the door closed and just like, like just shaking. She's just shaking. Okay, then I'm just gonna go put an arm around her and go, all right, I, uh, uh, what was back through that door, Strix? Do you, what, what, what was back there? The door you came through. She actually came, she didn't come through a door. Strix, Strix sort of plopped in from space. (laughs) <laughs> you know what? I don't know what's through this door, but let's go through this door. No, it's no, 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 no. If we're, no? Ta- if we're no, if we're talking, I can turn you all into clouds. Just come here. Does everyone come here? I can turn you into clouds. Okay. Can I do that on her turn? Uh, no, you have to do that on your turn because okay. it's your spell. I'm just spell. telling them I can do it. I can, I can, I can turn. I can turn. At least Evelyn. Where did Evelyn go? I can turn her into clouds. She's gone. She. <laughs> Okay, uh, so do you want to do anything else, Miranda, or are you just going to uh, follow Strix's instructions, hang back till she yes. casts the spell? Okay. Yep. DF. Shemeshka says, you still have two questions left. What can you do to save the others? Why would I All do of that? them. Huh? She says... I don't know. I don't exactly know what kind of danger they're in. The bomb is about to explode with the force of 10,000 magic missiles Mm. above ground. For all we know, they're all going to get buried alive. Whatever it is you want me to do or need to do for you, I can't do it without them. She says, I need you to complete your gaze. You're right, and I need them to do it. (laughs) <laughs> I think you place too much stock in your friends. How dare you? I mean, I mean kind of. And then she, uh, a person comes over and introduces her, uh, and when she sees him, uh, she says, you're not even paying attention necessarily what she's talking about. Um, but she introduces you to a figure who's like a nine-foot-tall, slender, blue-skinned man. And he's just covered, just dripping with jewels. And his robes are all gold. And they've got, he's got this sort of almost like a feather uh, boa attached to the edges of his robe. So he's all decked out in feathers and gold and whatnot. And she says his name, but you're just like, shh, whatever. And he's got a, a funny hat on, and he... Uh, introduces, he nods to you, and they're making small party talk, and all you get from her is that he's some sort of really powerful merchant in the city. Um, obviously somebody of great importance, and they start to laugh, and for a moment the two of them forget that you're standing there panicking. But you still have an action, technically. 
Um, so, so she banished me, and now she's back here with me. That's right. Um, I don't. At this point in time, uh, she she does mention to this merchant. She's talking business, uh, and then the merchant wants to know what her relationship to you is, and she says something about you being an investment. I don't know. Uh, And then uh, she sort of reaches over, grabs something, and brings it around to you, and you see it's a glass of wine. You need this. Um... Live it up, my boy. I, I'm, I'm still holding gutter, right? You are. Okay. Sort of in a kind of a reverse, so the yeah, blade yeah. is pointed backward. Uh, do I still have the other the the key as well? Um, you you I have not you have not asked all the questions yet, so you have not. She has not asked for the key. Right. So you have one question left. And remember, uh, remember the, question, the answers that she gives, as she's told you, they, she can give an answer that she knows, but she's not omnipotent. She's not omniscient. She can't see things she's never seen before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, if, I, if, I were to, if I were to turn it again, would it just bring up a point where she is or would it bring me back? Right, so you're going to try to stick the key back in the lock? Yeah, like if I just like activate it again real fast, it's like, well, yeah. just when you stick put the a key in, back to where I was. When you stick the key in, it, it doesn't turn in the lock. Uh, I turn the blade onto myself. Mm-hmm. Like right into the chest and just have it right there. Okay. Uh, and just tell her, that, um, if you want your investment, put me back or save the others. Hmm, interesting. A threat. No negotiation. I haven't heard one of those in a while. (laughs) Okay, so you hold the blade to your chest. Um, that's your action, but you've got her attention. Uh, and it is Evelyn's turn. Evelyn, you rocket through the caves. <sighs> Let's see, how far are you going to get? One, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, um, as you bomb through, you don't see any signs of the Hydra. It might be underwater, for all you know. The water's too dark to see through. I um, assume that Miranda and Paulson could take on a Hydra themselves. That's fine. Yeah. And you sort of get a little bit extra out of your boots. You're pushing beyond their tolerance levels as you zip through, and you get far enough that you can see the end of this cavern and the other beach uh, where there is still a boat uh, pulled up onto the the pebbles, and there is a tunnel that you know leads up and out. It's the secret tunnel that Miranda showed you to get into the fane. But you're still at least another round from getting to the surface. 
I'm just yelling for them at this point. Waffles! Okay. Dragon Bay! Yeah, your voice is just carrying up and down this cavern. Um, and you, you think you might hear or hear something sort of rising up from the water, like a, a head of a... Just chill out. I'm just, busy. Just sort of... Later. This is like after you've gone past, this head surfaces and just try to follow the sound. What the, what that? And then it goes back down under the water. <laughs> it sort of I'll pokes up and looks later. around. Pokes up, looks around. No more insects? Good. <laughs> Dies down. <laughs> okay. And then uh, it is Strix's turn. So Strix... You've got Miranda by your side. Paulton's invisible. Simon is standing, holding onto his invisible hand. Um, what do you want to do? <laughs> Cry. <laughs> Cry. <laughs> Crying is a free action. I'm just going to sit on the ground and cry. <laughs> okay. You plop down and just pull your hat down over your eyes. <laughs> this is going to be over soon, at least. All right. She doesn't know what else to do. Paulton's oh, gonna. So- Paulton's gonna interject. Mm-hmm. Like, what the hell are you doing? Don't just sit there. We, we're all tried. I tried stuff. Yeah! It didn't. I didn't. It didn't work well. But I tried. She just like looks up at him with just like rage and says, "You made him use the key." Paulton, take five steps in another direction. Just I, I barely, just for a minute. I don't, I, I, I don't even listen to people I know, and I barely know you. Well, then fine. I don't care. You still need to take a step back. Do it. Doesn't. One. One step back. And Paulton, it is your turn. I take a step forward. Okay, so you don't see Paulton because he's invisible, but you see Simon still got Paulton mm. by the hand. He, he, I'll, I'll re-visible myself just oh, okay. to show the step forward. All right, so Paulton will dramatically reveal himself and then step forward with Simon there. And Simon's holding onto Paulton's hand and looking at you defiantly. Fine, well, Strix is going to look at Paulton and just go, Pike off! And just turn into a cloud. <laughs> you see? No, you did this. You started this. You are such a child. If I'm about to die, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to spend my death taking commands from you or anyone. I'm not going to be bossed around in my last minute to 1,000 minutes, still a little gray on how much time we actually have. I feel like it's been a lot longer than a minute. Yeah, it's feeling, it's feeling like... You spend that time hurting your friends? Like, you upset her enough she poofed into a cloud. You don't feel bad about that at all? Do, do you know? Do you know what won't get crushed to death is a cloud. You know what won't blow up is someone who's not here. I don't know where he went, but he's not here. I'm assuming somewhere with less explodies. Well, yeah, sure. I, I mean, I hope it looked it looked fancy. But here's the thing: you hurt your friend, and now she's the only one that's a cloud. Instead of being nice to her, which you know sometimes works, you just did a little emotional stabbing. Maybe try and- niceness. Eventually, at some point, maybe. Just a suggestion, not a command. Just going to take a little swig of wine. (laughs) All right. You don't know me that well, do you? (laughs) No, I don't. I obviously don't. You want to try that door? Which door? That one over there that we didn't come through that doesn't have a hydra. A big, like, too-many-headed... Ugly looking thing. 
Because so far, that's really the only thing I can see happening, is either us going through that door or us just sitting here and being useless and dying. And I'd rather not die useless. Uh, Evelyn went out the way with the... With the Hydra, right? That's correct. And the bomb. Going really fast. Bomb. As fast as her little wings would take her. Um, let's see here. I'm gonna... I'm gonna look at Miranda and be like, can you fly? No. Oh, that's a shame. And I'm gonna hop on my mandolin and go out the way you <laughs> went. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. Cool. All right. So, yeah. I hope that rain possesses you. <laughs> oh, we're there. <laughs> All right. So, All right. yeah, Paulton hops on his mandolin and he plays a little chord on it first, and then he hops on and it takes off like a broom. Uh, You're out of tune! <laughs> And he shoots out of view. Uh, Shemeshka looks at Dieth and says, This should be interesting. Go ahead, my boy. Let's see the worm inside you. Okay. So I have one question left, holding sword. Uh, I guess... Last, last chance, last attempt. How do I disable the Hellruian bomb? You can't. Great. Um, okay. It's too late. It's never too late. Uh, is that, is it that's her, her is action? Yeah, that's her action. And she says... But if it makes you feel better, I can arrange to have at least two of your friends brought back from the dead. Thanks to the little worms in them. Their souls won't be lost forever. Does that make you feel better, my boy? That's not enough. There's more than two. Not to me. Um, next up is Miranda. Oh, boy. You are now, uh, you're now alone in this chamber with your dead former companion and a ghostly, gaseous version of Strix. Who's not, make, who's not making any noise right now, but is clearly agitated. There's tears coming off of it. <laughs> There's ghostly tears. Okay. I'm going to go sit down next to Strix and, um... And you've still got you've still got one you got one veggie pygmy with you too, right? You got potato. I have potato, yeah, okay. I do. So and he's just still cradled in my little arm. Yep. Uh, gonna try and put my hand on her arm and obviously since she's a cloud it goes right through. But right. It's, you know yeah. it's really the uh, the thought that counts, I guess, and uh Strix, um I don't know what's gonna happen, but just uh I don't know, don't give up, okay? 
I mean, you can give up on Paulton. I really don't give a shit about him right now. He's <laughs> whatever. But it's it's hard to find the words for this. When when things are their worst, there's only one direction to go, you know. And uh, everything sucks right now. So if you just power through, everything will be better. That's the only way it can go. You just have to come back. Or, you know, get out of here safe if you can. All right. Um, did you want to do anything, Strix? Just not, not action-wise, but you can't really talk, but any sort of reaction? I'll just, I mean, I can't, I can't uncloud. No. And it really doesn't matter, but I'll just cloud up next to her. Okay. And just kind of like sit there as a cloud. Uh, all right. Diath. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see uh, Shemeshka, uh, she sort of gets tapped on the shoulder by uh, a a couple uh, who have been very interested in talking with her all evening, and she turns around and turns on the charm and starts to uh, uh, play nice with them, and at least for the moment has her back to you, um, just occasionally shooting a little side-eye out in your direction to make sure you're not completely melting down, um, but she is uh, back to entertaining. I'm not the most... Uh, you notice she hasn't asked you for the key yet. Right. Uh, I'm not the most magically inclined person, but do I know that she you specifically used the spell banish on me? Um, no, not really. Okay. Um, you've, I, you've never been subjected to it before. Yeah, so I wouldn't really know anything about it, right? No, you think for all for all intents and purposes, to you, it's like a teleport spell. It's just taking you yeah. to a much farther okay. place than you've ever been. Um, okay, Curly uh, Rayama, do I see any other exits or any other, place, other possible places I could go? There are tons of exits. Uh, there are staircases that head up to balconies. There are big, beautiful arched doors in every wall space so far. I mean, there, there are like 12 ways you could leave this hall. Mm-hmm. And she has her back turned towards me? Yeah. Um. I, oh, God. When you uh, look back, you can see up on the, above a high balcony, you're, you're kind of at one end of the hall, so you're closer to some of the doors than you are to others at the far end where the musicians are. Um, but when you look up high, you can see there's this beautiful stained glass window up on the second floor. It's circular and big, and it looks like a clock face, except the hands are spinning around. Uh, one hand is going one direction, and the other is going the other way. Very fast. 
and it's monstrous. I mean, this, this stained glass clock is at least 14, 15 feet in diameter. It's just a feature that strikes your attention. You're not sure what its significance is. There's so much else going on here, but that strikes you as particularly odd. I, uh, another waiter goes, another short little waiter goes by with a plate yeah. of drinks. I turn the blade away from myself. Yeah. Stealth up to Shemeshka and put the tip ba- at her back. Just so she feels it? Or not as she feels it? Um, so that she feels it so that I can say something. And okay. if it's the wrong answer, it's going in. Okay, yeah, you get her attention. She feels the little poke of the tip of the sword. Uh-huh. And she stops talking. Careful, my boy. Return me or save them all. She turns away from her guests and looks back to you and says, You really want to go back? Yes. What if you go back and you can't save them? What will you have gained? I'll save them. And if I don't, I won't be separated. Their fate is the same as mine. This is exactly why your mortals have tried to destroy and nearly destroyed the multiverse twice already. And she says with some exasperation, oh, I suppose I won't lose anything in the long run. But you owe me. Mm-hmm. Agreed. <sighs> this is pro bono. Dief just kind of gives like a silent quick nod. The key. Uh, Dief gives her the key. She coils her fingers around it, clutches it to her chest and then banishes you again. Uh, Do you want to make a saving throw? No, I want to go back. Okay, you are flung out of her existence. All right, you appear next to the Halruan bomb. It's just lying. God damn you, Chris Perkins. It's lying in the garden of a crumbled down palace all around you. It's pillared arcades all collapsed and the pillars leaning and smashed upon the ground, but it's sort of circular, indicating that you're basically in the core of the old Omu Palace, and it's just sitting there in weeds um, amidst broken statuary, uh, so ancient that you can barely recognize it. Um, There are a few bats circling overhead, but you're pretty much on your own here. And you hear it And that is you. Um, 
evil in it. You emerge from the tunnel into open air. Uh, as you gain some altitude to look around, still calling out for waffles and, and company, make a perception check to see if you spot them or notice anything else. Ooh, for once in my life, a 20. Okay, excellent. Natural 20 or just... No. Just no. that, just that, okay. So as you look around, um, Omu looks pretty much as you left it, although it's probably darker, like... Uh, there's huge shadows being uh, cast by the cliffs over portions of the city, um, but you can see the river coursing through the city. You can see smoke coming out of the fissure at one end of the city. You can see all the old buildings overgrown with vines around you. You can also see around the tunnel entrance from which you emerged, there are other pygmies that have come out and are basically waiting to see if their queen, their goddess, emerges. And as you come out, they're, they're all sort of looking up at you with some mystification, uh, but they're silent and they don't say anything. But as you cast your eyes past them and, and get over their loyalty, sort of get over their loyalty, and you look out, you don't know what it is exactly. Maybe it's a flicker of Dragon Bait's sword off in the distance. Um, but you see a flash of the... the um, the setting sun hits the blade, shines in your eyes, and you just see it gleam off in the distance. And it's way up out of the city on top of one of the cliffs. Wow. Like a hella distance. Like I couldn't even get there. No. Okay. Do I notice anything else? Like now that I'm up out of the cave, do I see where the bomb fell? Well, um, with your roll... Uh, no, you wouldn't. Um, not yet. You think you might have to go higher because if, if your direction sense is good, and based on your 20 you think it is, that it would have came up and then fallen probably directly in the Omuan Palace. And the Omuan Palace is the series of concentric walls, these circles of walls, which are quite high um, when they're fully formed. see above them yet. So it fell. So, it fell in the palace. You know that much. So I see. I see Dragonbait's sword glint, and I. I just assume that he's looking at me or like can see me, and I'm like, "Woo! You get it!" As a matter of fact, from you know uh, all the way across the city at the top of the cliffs, he sees something bright and golden hit the setting sunlight. This golden glow in the air. Uh, uh, over over the city of Omu, he sees you, looks back at you, and uh, continues to quickly uh, make his way as far away from the city as possible. You save our little Yeah, with uh, um, with little baby Triceratops in his arms and waffles uh, by the collar. We'll come find you someday. Uh, so then, yeah, I, I go up into the air, and my goal is to try to find where the bomb fell. Okay. Uh, yes. Um, and that's when you see in the courtyard, the tumbled-down courtyard of the palace, Diath. You see him, um, that, and you probably see the bomb, too, right at his Try feet. Try to be a hero again. Not going to happen this time, Diath, and I zoom in. My goal is to oh, you could, Actually, bomb. no, you can't. You, to go up, I mean, you, you moved out of the tunnel, and then you went oh, up. That's pretty much okay. it for you. 
Um, but you can call out to him. That's a free action. What are you doing there? Get out! Leave it! I got it! Go get safe! Don't you shake your head at me, Woodrow! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Strix. Yes. <laughs> Would you like to do anything? I will just turn back into Strix next to Miranda. Okay. And uh, I have another gaseous form, and I'll cast it on her. Um, are you willing to receive the spell, Miranda? It has to be a willing target. Um, can I tell her something first before she tries to cast it on me? I, yeah, you can. Okay, Strix, save that for yourself. I lied no. to Paulton. You I'm gonna let you in on it. I lied to Paulton. Um, <laughs> I can turn into things, so I can turn into a falcon. Do you want to get out of here? What? I didn't want to leave you behind. I thought that was gonna be a mean thing to do. Well, I can turn into things too. Do you want to fly out? Fly though. I can fly oh. in my broom. Let's do that. Okay, then I'll turn into a. a Falcon, or I don't know, what's like the, the stealthiest, fastest bird I've ever seen? Uh, probably a raptor. Yes! Excellent. All right, so you turn into a raptor. And, and, All right. And I'll, I guess I'll just be like... Uh. And that'll, that'll actually be on your turn, Miranda. So that'll Perfect. something something that. to look forward to. Um, <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> so Strix. I just don't even, like, if everyone's gone, everyone's left me. I don't even want to survive. Miranda's here. I'm with you. Thanks, Miranda. I'm gonna take her hand real fast and say, well, yeah. I'm sure they're out there. Let's go find them. Okay. okay. And she'll like turn her staff into a broom. Okay. And you hop on and a big gout of smoke billows up behind you as you take off after Paulton. Oh, that worked better. <laughs> and then uh, circling around Paulton, uh, you've, you're riding on your mandolin, um, going as fast as you can. You go out between the portcullis bars over the icy uh, stuff that you did to freeze the water, and you're able to get past that into the dark cave, and you can't see again. Can I... Uh... You're flying in pitch blackness. If I were to fairy fire... Mm-hmm. Uh, my wait. Can I do? Is it only on creatures or? I'm going to oh, check can... that, but it might be possible to cast it on yourself. Uh, no, you can outline an object. Okay. Can I just, if I outlined like my mandolin, mm-hmm. would that illuminate yep. enough just to see? Um. Gordon? So you shed your your mandolin will shed dim light in a ten foot radius. So you'll have like ten feet of distance out which you can see. Okay. So that. That would be at least enough to know I'm not going to hit a wall, right? Correct, yeah. Okay. Also makes yeah, I'm you a do very that. tempting target. <laughs> I'm aware. <laughs> okay, uh, so as you book out over the water, the Hydra, I have to roll initiative for it to see where it's going to land in all of this business. Okay, we'll get to him. It. Uh, but yes, you are glowing and not in danger of hitting anything, and you make your way uh, out, or, or you start to make your way out over the water of this sunken passageway. And 
Then it is, oh, she's, she's out. Um, so now we're back to Miranda. Miranda, you become a raptor. You fly out I'm after gonna, strips. I'm gonna try and stay okay. as high as I can and stick to places where I would be mostly in the dark. I wanna skirt as much as I can around the water. I don't, I don't I understand. Know. I can't do that again. Yeah. So okay. as you as you follow Strix out, you get past the billowing smoke coming out of the back of her broom. Uh, you do enter that cave, that frozen cave again, and you are acutely aware that there's a hydra in there, and you keep as close to the ceiling as you possibly can, because that's smart. Um, okay, and then it is the hydra's turn. So Paulton, as you're zipping along, all glowy, uh, one of the heads will try to come up out of the water and snatch you up out of the air. It has, cool. um, because you are lit by fairy fire, it has advantage on attacks against you. Mm. Yeah. Well, is it attacks on me or my mandolin? I, well, technically, <laughs> technically it's your mandolin. So <laughs> would you prefer if it attacked your mandolin? I, I, I think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so... Uh, it snaps with its teeth uh, with advantage and catches air. I see it, I'm just like, (laughs) bitch. (laughs) And then you see a wall and you're like, whoa! (laughs) veer around it. (laughs) Yeah, but you have evaded the Hydra. It only gets basically an opportunity attack, or just one attack against you. Yay! Um, And so you leave that in the dust. Next up is DF. DF, you are standing over the ticking Hellruin force bomb. You get out of there, Woodrow! So, you move right now! So as soon as like DF realizes where he is and like there's the bomb in front of him still ticking, all of like the desperation and panic and like all that heightened emotions, like it, it reaches such a point that it all just washes away. And now he's just in like this completely serene state as he stares at it. Uh, and the first thing I, and then uh, he kneels onto it, starts taking the bomb, and uh, is going to find a way to disable it. Now, remember you telling us that there was indeed a keyhole on this bomb. I want to try whatever remaining keys I have on this keyhole first. Barring any of that, that doesn't work. Then it's out of these tools. I'm opening this up. I'm either going to disable it, find a way to return time, or just jam it. I preferably just jam it so it stops altogether. Okay. So you're going to take one of your remaining keys. Yep, starting with that. If that doesn't work, okay. then it's the thieves' tools to open it up and then uh, disable it, jam and it, you whatever. have, what, four keys left or five? I have four keys four left. Four keys left. Okay, you stick that key in and it turns and you hear it click. And uh, the bomb stops. I'm just holding it right there and just not moving or doing anything else, just. <laughs> uh, that, that, that's my turn. Okay, that's <laughs> your turn. Um, and, uh, and then you see your key just sort of disintegrate. Oh, great. So I lost a key. Yeah. Okay. 
And I think the same thing, I believe the same thing happened when you opened the Tome of Strahd. That key was... I don't... Did that one disintegrate? I don't remember. I don't remember. It's been so long. I thought yeah. it had. Power score. Check your... Actually, no. No, it didn't. I don't, so think, I don't that, think it did. So actually, your key, this key did not disintegrate either. Okay, so good. You're fine. Yay. You still have it. <laughs> and it's still, it's still in the bomb. Yeah, I'm going to keep yeah. it there. Not yes. moving it. Okay. Uh, then we come to... Evelyn... Evelyn's like already, she's like, ah, she's like already in. She's yeah, just so trying just, to, pfft, yeah. You dive <laughs> down. You see that the DF has stuck a key in the bomb and it's not ticking. Well, I, I assume that with Evelyn's perception usually being like it is, she kind of like superhero lands, her feet like crack the ground and she's like grabbing for the bomb already and she's like, it's fine, I'm going to take it up into the sky and I'm going to take it as far up as I can and it's just going to go poof and it's going to be fine and you guys will be fine, okay, I love you, bye. Evelyn, it's off. Oh. Oh, good job. How'd you do that? I, uh, I, I, I used one of my keys and I kind of show her the key still being in there. Do not touch it. So Shemeshka helped us after all. That's so nice. No. No, she didn't. (laughs) No, she did not. Um, Okay. Uh, So, uh, Evelyn, that's your turn. Strix, you're barreling through. You see some bubbles in the water below you. Um, With your dark vision, you can see a hulking reptilian form with many heads, uh, but... You're just flying in darkness. It doesn't pay you any heed. You blow past it. Followed soon thereafter by Miranda. And Paulton, you emerge from the tunnels, from the, from the water-filled tunnel. Uh, you go up the, the escape hatch, and you break the surface. And as soon as you do, you see these, this semicircle of vegapygmies standing. Again, they look hopeful, and then their hopes are dashed <laughs> as you... <laughs> uh, and uh, you, you gaze out into um, the city of Omu as the sun is disappearing over the distant horizon and everything is starting to look pretty dark down here. You don't see Evelyn. You don't hear any earth-shattering kaboom. What do you do? <laughs> earth-shattering kaboom. The space modulator. Can I... Could I like try and can I look like take a look around to see if I see where they went? Yeah, you can make a perception check. Okay. Okay. Well, fuck me, I guess. Um, <laughs> okay. Don't perceive them. So I'm gonna use locate creature to mm. see if they're if they're in. If they're within a thousand feet of me, which creature would you like to locate? Let's locate Evelyn since she was. Yeah, you can pinpoint her. She's not terribly far away from you. She's about 100 and, 120 feet in one direction, which puts her kind of in the center of the palace. Oh, okay. I'm going to start heading over there. Okay. Uh, Miranda, you follow Strix down the passageway. And to make a long story short, we are out of initiative. Eventually. Paulton was will be the next person to land on his mandolin, followed by Strix on her smoke billowing broom, followed by a raptor um, <laughs> with resplendent feathers uh, and some uh, 
and some choice words for Paulton probably. Uh, but uh, you're all together in the center of the palace. With the diffuse <gasps> Yay! Bomb. Let's finish our group hug. Look, we all did it. Come on. Wait, come is on. the bomb good? Are we good? Is it done? Yeah, Dieth disarmed it. Dieth is just like Dieth is just like on the ground, like pretty much cross-legged, like holding the bomb, just like <laughs> head in, just. Look what a good job he did! I knew it was the good idea to give it to Dieth and to call Shemeshka. See, Strix, it was Paulton called Shemeshka, and it was that's it's a good thing. Did Shemeshka disarm it? No, he just. He, he, I mean, she must have put him out here, right? How else did he end up out here? He went through the portal, now he's out here, he's on the bomb. Drix just... <laughs> she just... She just looks at Paulton and she... It's like that whole, like, that fire thing, the Rosnisi thing is like, again, she's like, don't you ever cast that on any of these people ever again. <laughs> ever. Okay. To be fair... Situation could have been more under control had the bomb not been transported out before anyone could try to do something about it. Don't blame me for this. Not blaming you, just saying an event triggers another. So Ethan, don't blame Ethan me just for just kind of like sticks her head in between them. It's like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Miranda just grabs the table and is like, okay. You guys are both so awesome. I'm so glad you're here. I love, aren't you, aren't we all just so good? She kind of pulls them in. She's like patting them and comforting them. I, good lord. I'll turn to Diaz. I'll say, look, I know that wasn't the coolest way to go about that. And I'm also not saying that that worked. I'll leave it up to chance that things played out the way they did. I don't know what you went, I don't know where you went, but we're not exploded. So for now, I'm going to say we're in the green. Paulton, you look around and Simon's not there. Wait, what? no. Simon, he, why, he was on my mandolin. Oh, you put him on? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. I, I didn't hear that. <laughs> Don't scare me. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> He's there. Sorry. For a second, I'm like, yes. wait, wait. Oh, my God. Where's my body? The supermarket check? Like, yeah. oh, what is well, Strix will just shuffle over to Diaz and try and pick him up off the ball. Si- Simon walks over and just like holds the key. No, I'm <laughs> just kidding. Oh, oh no! Please yeah. stop touching the ball. Yeah, She's stop like touching trying the Trying to pick him up off the ball. Right. She's stronger than him. Okay. Yeah. Diaz will uh, kind of like slowly rise to his feet uh, again, just in a, uh, a very oddly eerily calm state. Just like stand up, like just take a deep breath, and just. I understand. You were doing what you thought was best. Strix, I understand. You're doing too. We had to get rid of it. Everything's fine. We're all okay. Uh, DF will turn back to Paulton and say, but I have never been more hurt in my life. He'll walk past him and go to Miranda and will say, I'm sorry. Uh, we couldn't get to your friends in time. It's okay. Um, we all knew coming in here what was at stake. And I, I didn't really expect us to survive for very long, to be honest. But, uh, 
You know, at least I know now. Right. But I can only thank you for all of the help that you gave. You didn't have to do any of that. And this is our task. This is our mission. I can't ask you to go along with us. I have nothing else. I have no one else, really. Uh, I have potato. And that's it. <laughs> if you need me, I will be there. Should we need you, where can we find you? Probably right here. <laughs> with all of these guys, and she points after her like army that's probably followed her in here. They, uh, it's possible, I don't think they would have recognized her as a raptor. <clears throat> so okay, they're probably still waiting outside. Yeah. Oh, buddies. So it's just you and Potato. I have nowhere else to go, so I, I will probably be here with, uh, with them. I'd like right. everybody to make a perception check. Oh, boy. <laughs> I think it's just dawning on Evelyn that this whole thing was actually her fault because No, she... it's Strix's fault. Hold on, hold on. Because she, uh, it was in her pack and she must have just, like, bumped it and it just, like, activated and so her carelessness put everyone in danger. <laughs> so, assuming that I'm going to roll really poorly, it's because she's like, Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, look at that. Actually, <clears throat> she has a moment of clarity. In her <laughs> <laughs> um, she rolls an 18. 18. Colton? Well, have what, what's everyone else's perception first? Also 18. <laughs> I got a 20. 19. I got a 19, but before uh, we try and before even any of that, before anything was perceived, Paulton just turns to Diaz. He's like, Hurt. <laughs> Hurt is what you're going with. Dire means everyone's lives at stake. And, you know, again, I said I'm not taking credit, but I'd like to think indirectly it played out in a way where everyone gets to walk away in one piece. And I'm not, I didn't even look. I wasn't looking for a thanks. I wasn't looking for a good job. But I wasn't looking for a wrist slap, and I wasn't looking for a guilt trip. I thought we came out neutral, but you know what? That's how it is. And you know what? That's, that's what I gather. I gather that, you know what? There was never a good click with us. So, and, and hey, the appreciation was shown. And you know what? She's great. And I get it. And it's fine. And Paulton's gonna just open a dimension door and just out. Okay. This is all my fault. Am I in the middle of a family feud? I don't understand what's going on here. <laughs> uh, so I'm sorry, Strix, you rolled a twenty, right? Yeah. And DF, you rolled a eighteen. Eighteen. Miranda, you rolled a nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. So, Paulton! Paulton's gone. He stepped through a dimension door. Um, did you want to take Simon with you? Because you can. You can take one other creature. 
Paulton? Mm. Or do you need some a little yes. bit of time? Okay. All right. Yeah, Paulton, uh, Simon will hop in right behind Paulton just as the dimension door disappears. Even like tries to reach a hand through the door as it disappears. Like, yeah. <laughs> she feels a tingly, but that's it. And oh. our son. Um, yeah, and he took your son. Uh, he that... can't go that far, can he? That can't take him too far. Dan, he can't, he can't go too far, can he? Miranda, you mm-hmm. are backstabbed. What? You get, you get a sword through the back. I need you to make a constitution saving throw. We, we just wanted to keep one NPC alive. <laughs> is it a fucking, fucking typo? Did he come for me? What's that? Uh, constitution, you said? Yeah. Uh, 15. Okay. Uh, so you will take half damage from the poison. That's good. Um, the rest of you see a... Wait, was that a saving throw versus poison? It is. Then she gets plus five. Don't forget. Okay. Uh, oh. Well, she made it the first time, but Fine. that's great. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yes. I just wanted you to know. I, I'm, glad you, I'm actually glad you reminded me. That's good. Uh, so, as you all watch... Miranda sort of <laughs> lets out this uh, gasp of air, and you see that uh, behind her is this small, halfling-sized creature covered in scales. And he, he just plunges his uh, short sword right into her back, and Miranda, um, you take uh, 32 points of damage from the sneak attack, plus... Five points of damage from the poison for a total of 37. Okay. Evelyn's like one hand outstretched towards the door that sees this and one hand outstretched towards Miranda. No! No! Everything! Oh, boy. And uh, you hear him say, this is for abandoning us. Oh, fuck. Okay. This is, uh, this is your old halfling buddy, Typho Fat Rabbit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's roll initiative for those who are present. Uh, so... 20. 20 for Evelyn. 21. 21 for Diaz. Miranda. 14. 14. And uh, Strix. 16. 16. Okay, good news, Diaz. You're the first. To good. Go. I'm going to show this motherfucker what a backstab looks like. Whoa. <laughs> so immediately, like, get myself into a position and just gutter, like, straight into him. Nice. Uh, and he's currently engaged with Miranda. As That's an correct. Yeah? That's right. Okay. Yep. Good. Oh, boy. Oh, so not good. 26. Uh, that is definitely a hit. Good. All the dice are coming out. Well, most of dice. Uh, should be. Yes, okay. Sure. I got one. Uh, only one one. Okay. Cool. And a cat. And uh, a cat. 25. <laughs> Ow. All right. Uh, so he takes that. That is a grievous wound for him, and he cries out. And uh, Evelyn, you're next. 
So this creature has just gotten Miranda in the back, and then uh, Dieth just stillfully comes up and slits him one, um, and he shouts out in pain. Even, like, almost passively tree-banes the heck out of him. (laughs) All right, make your first attack. That's been a while. Attacking feels good. 24. That's definitely hit. Can I uh, retcon also that she's doing this two-handed? Oh, Since yes. I was saying that she's like, she's just, she's like, like I said, almost oh, yes. just passive. Yeah. Uh, so that's six. Second attack is uh, 19. That's a hit, too. And that's going to be a an eight. Okay. Uh, he is still alive after getting whacked on and stabbed multiple times now. And it is... Uh, he he goes basically at the same time as Strix. So Strix, what would you like to do when you see this halfling you wanty creature? Uh, I'm going to. Oh yeah, I have plenty of those left. I'm just gonna fireball him. <laughs> okay, this huge fireball explodes in the courtyard of the palace, strangely so engulfing right only this little creature. Uh, go ahead and Just roll like your damage. Screaming. Oh, okay. Um, so he has evasion, and he rolled a nat 20 on his roll, so he dodges out of the way of the fireball in its entirety. Okay. So suddenly you're surrounded by smoke and the smell of, of burnt branches and vines, uh, but he is no worse for wear. Well, I'm useless then, <laughs> just like I was. Oh dear! When I brought, tried to move the bomb. All right, um, and then he goes. He is going to go after Miranda again. Uh, he's going to make two attacks. One of them is going to hit you, Miranda, uh, and he does fourteen points of damage. I'm sorry, twelve points of damage. I can't add. Twelve. Okay. Yeah, twelve. His second attack missed. Uh, uh, he caught empty air, and it is your turn, Miranda. Um. Did did you say that uh, Balm of the Summer Court was a an action? Uh. It is a bonus action. Bonus. Last okay. I checked. Then I'm going to do that on myself. Okay. 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 So, and then I'm going to, um, I'm, I'm furious. And Miranda just starts sobbing. Absolute guttural heaves as she has to do this, but she's gonna insect plague him. Okay. (laughs) I believe he has a saving throw in his future. It's not dexterity based, so evade that bitch. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, yeah. Constitution saving throw. Yep. Okay. Uh, so you engulf him, and he fails. So he is going to take. Uh, you casting it at his normal level, fifth level, I guess. Yes. Yeah. So you're going to take. You're going to deal four d ten piercing damage. 
as he is gnawed on by insects. Twenty-five. Oh my gosh. Okay, so he starts to scream as these insects begin to chew all of his flesh, and he's trying to cover his eyes as he's doing it. Um, he is still alive and still in this little cloud that's around him, um, and unless he... It looks like at the start of his next turn... Um, or half as much as a creature must also make the saving throw when it enters the spell's area for the first time on a turn or ends its turn there. Okay, so he'll have to either move out of the area on his next turn or he'll take the damage again. Um, and then it comes back to DF. So you see all these insects begin to swarm around him. That doesn't prevent you from attacking him, Gross. by the by. All right, well, yep, uh, he can have another. <laughs> Uh, yeah, at this point, it's just lending out so much pent-up frustration. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, well, after bonuses, 11. Uh, that's a miss. Okay. All right. Uh, I lost my common cool, so it's, <laughs> it's just wildly... Evelyn. For such a little guy, he sure does have... A lot of... He does have a lot of hit points. Yeah, what the shit? Yeah. I guess I'll just keep hitting him. These adventurers, man, they're tough. We wouldn't uh, She kind of, like, turns to Miranda as she's doing this, like, friend of yours? <laughs> Not anymore. Oh, good, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chop them up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Seventeen. Oh, yes, that's a hit. And that is a 13 oh damage. Okay. Does he need more? Uh, he does. He does need he wants more. wants some more, little guy? Yeah. All right. Okay. 22. Oh, yes. That was my second attack. In yep. case anyone in case anyone in chat is watching, that was the <laughs> second attack. Just letting you know. And that's six damage. Okay, you kill him. Evelyn just chops him down into the ground until he's a bloody pulp. And there's, and there's like all these flies now just sort of, they just land on him and begin feasting on his body. Evelyn's like, that's just real unpleasant. Kind of wipes her and axe once, off. And as the combat ends, you once again feel the pangs of Paulton's absence. She just kind of stares back at where that door was and blinks. Uh, yeah, I mean, even after that, uh, DF doesn't even take a moment to even recognize Miranda and what she's even currently going through. Mm-hmm. Instead, uh, DF just starts calling out at the top of his lungs. Just, Paulton! Paulton! No. Sorry! He turns back to Evelyn. I'm, I'm sorry. And that's where we'll stop. <laughs> but where did he go? But where did he go? We'll find out next week. <laughs>
You know, he went 500 <laughs> feet in some direction. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely 500 feet away. And definitely within earshot. Yeah. Yeah. That first dimension door, maybe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ow. Dude, our chat is so amazing. I was snapping at them, but I just want them to know that I love them. And they've just been like crying and freaking out and copy pastaing. It's been great. And thank you for being here in chat and watching our show. We appreciate you and love you. Absolutely. All right. Um, yes. So the adventure continues next week. Um, thank you all. Does anybody? Uh, and uh, Miranda, you are still welcome to join us because you are still alive, which is, you know, just, despite, my, despite my best efforts, you have survived, <laughs> survived this session. You can't take her from us. <laughs> Not this time, Chris Perkins. Can <laughs> <laughs> you at least get that today? Yeah. <laughs> your, your old party may be dead, but you're alive. It's yeah. me. Um, I do have a kind of dumb announcement. Um... First of all, girls, Scott scoring is going to be back in March. Yay! Yay! Yeah. I get to feel more crying. <laughs> Yay! Oh, and uh, I maybe not this Monday, but next Monday, I'm starting a podcast called Shit Goes Down, uh, and it's my actual first time ever DMing. Oh, outstanding! Oh! Outstanding! Congratulations! You are going to have so Yay! much fun. I'm yeah. terrified. Oh, it's going to be. Don't over prepare. That's the secret. I'll try. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the secret. Uh, that's really funny that you would announce that today, Rachel. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because I was going to mention that I'm going to actually do my first DMK. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Yay! That's okay. That's, oh, that's, that's double super good news. I know. Yeah, we we'll have to commiserate because uh, I have no idea what I'm doing. That's the whole theme of the campaign is Anna has no idea what she's doing. Uh, but I'm, I'm DMing the... Uh, the Lost Mine of Fandelver, the first, ah, like, the beginner yeah. set. Yeah. So it's kind of a, like, look, everyone says you can DM, so if I can do it, you can do it too, and we're going to try the first adventure together. Uh, yeah. So watch for announcements about when that's going to happen on misclicks. My one piece of advice is don't feel like you have to be a slave to the adventure. Change whatever you want. Okay. Yeah. I'll take that advice. Chris Perkins also suggests crash their spirits. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 Make them turn on each other. <laughs> Remember, drama and comedy go hand in hand. <laughs> right off the Sorry, I was late. I made it. Oh, that's okay. You made it though. Yeah. Sorry, 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 your fireball yeah. didn't blow anything up. Okay. I messed up the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> but you're all alive. Yay! Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Despite Shemeshka's efforts to get rid of two, three quarters of the party. Oh my gosh. Jared was so mad. So mad. Okay. Um, uh, usual announcements during the dice camera action subreddit. All kinds of cool fan art and fan fiction. Lots of theories as of late, especially with the most recent episodes. Uh, be sure to go over that. Lots to talk about there, I'm sure. Like, oh, I'm I'm very excited to look at it a bit. <laughs> Me too. Yep. Yep. Civil War two. Yep. Uh, and uh, so it's uh, Reddit.com slash r slash dice camera actions. Bam that link. And there may be some discussion there about, you know, you know, what would have happened if the bomb had gone off. Well, I was prepared for that eventuality. Unfortunately, it never came. So Oh. Uh, oh yeah. Unfortunately, he says. 
Yeah, it's, oh, no, I said you... fortunately. I didn't oh, say unfortunately. Yeah, I I said unfortunately. Did you? Because no. we all heard unfortunately. You're putting uns in my mouth. Oh, no. Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, are you going to tell us what would have happened? No, no. If, if you looked at his notes, it's just that shrug emoji. <laughs> <laughs> I, but, I, but during the episode, I was like crossing stuff out that I knew was no longer even worth looking at because it was never going to come to pass. So. It's uh, just the drawing of Chris Perkins in front of an explosion, like, ah. <laughs> Pretty much. It just says, bomb explodes. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> Our bodies go flying off in the distance. It just, uh, the awesome it, show is over. <laughs> Fine. For, Fine for additional party. dice camera action uh, discussion, uh, is uh, Waffle, Waffle Talks happening after oh, yeah. this episode too, right? I want to yeah. say yes. I, I believe it's still every week. We're uh, over at Power Score RPG on Twitch. The group there as they discuss what happened on today's Waffle Talk. Again, sure you got lots to talk about. And you can join that discussion over on his Twitch channel, It's which is... <laughs> Power Score RPG. Yeah, twitch.tv slash Power Score RPG. Uh, you know, there are. You guys. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, and then you can look at previous episodes that had Anna and Holly on it. That's right. And to give you guys some context about uh, who's on Waffle Talk, these are some of the people that have watched the most and know the most about all of our episodes, and we use them as a resource. Yeah, they probably know more than we do things. at this point. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, if you have questions about what happened or why, they're a good place to go. All right, then that concludes our announcements and our show for today. So see you guys next week, and until then, uh, have fun adventures and take care of yourselves and each other. (laughs) Especially each other. Especially each other. (laughs) All right, cool. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dice Camera Action with Chris Perkins. Don't forget, Chris and the Waffle Crew broadcast live on twitch.tv slash dnd every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. For more information on Tomb of Annihilation, head to dnd.wizards.com TOA, or if you have any questions about the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com DCA. Until next week, happy hunting. <laughs>